Good morning. My name is Father Mike Perucho, and I'm currently serving as Associate Director of Vocations for the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. And with this wonderful position, I have the opportunity to journey with our seminarians who are studying to be priests, and also to work with young men who are considering the priesthood. But one of the great things I get to do, especially as I visit different parishes, is first and foremost talk about our primary vocation, which is the vocation of every single one of us gathered here today, which is the vocation of holiness, to become holy, to become saints of God. And in a wonderful way, as we enter into the season of Lent, that is one of the things we're called to in a special way, to be wholly separate from the world, to be close to God, a God who loves each and every single one of us. I'm truly blessed with four, four uh, nieces and nephews, two nieces, two nephews, one who's 13, the oldest, and the youngest now being three. And one of the great things I always recall is the very first time I met them, once they were born and I held them in my arms. And I'm sure many of us also might have had the same thoughts or the same experience, that feeling of joy, that feeling of happiness, of holding this beautiful child in the palm of your hands, but also thinking about this child's future. What is this child going to become? How are they going to live their lives? Ultimately, who will they be? And that, my friends, is the question that we are invited to ask, not of others this day, but truly to ask of ourselves. Who were we called to be? And most especially as we begin this journey of Lent, after these 40 days are over, what do we expect of ourselves? How will we be different how will our life be changed? Because those are questions we have to ask ourselves. You know, within the church, we have all of these different seasons. And the reason these seasons exist is to remind us that something is different. This Sunday is very different from the last Sunday when you came to church. The colors are different. We have this violet red color, the same color of the sky right as the sun sets to remind us of penance, to remind us of humbling ourselves, to remind us ultimately that the season ends with the death of our Lord and our Savior. And we are called to enter in to this journey. As you notice, there's no flowers in the church. And right before this amber, we have this desert scene, reminding us in many ways our call into the deserts. Our call, like Jesus in our gospel today, to move away from the world and to spend time in prayer with our God. We notice that there's no Alleluia, no Gloria, that those two hymns are, are silenced during the season to allow us to then allow this period of, to be a time of preparation so that on that Easter morning we can sing those hymns with all, our whole hearts, glorifying our God. The season is different. Are we different as well? Because that's what the church is going to ask of us, to do things a little bit differently, because if we are able to do what the church asks, then that's how we ourselves can grow holier, how we ourselves can be truly united with God. In our first reading today, we heard a glimpse of the creation story as here was God creating Adam. 
how he formed him out of the clay and breathed through his nostrils. Look at that image for a moment. The beauty of God creating humanity, of God creating all of us. God isn't someone who's distant, but God is someone who's right there, hands on, forming Adam, forming Eve, forming ourselves. But also within our gospel, or our first reading, we hear about the fall. That how God loved us so much that he wanted someone to share that love with, that he created humanity. But how humanity, how Adam and Eve sought something other than God. And through that temptation, through the fall of man, we are all marked with that original sin. But that's not the end, my friends. Because as we heard in our second reading, God gave us Jesus Christ. And in giving us Jesus Christ, who then gave up his life for us, who came, became, became that sacrificial lamb, who sacrificed himself on the cross for all of us, that's how through the one act of this one person, this one man, we are redeemed. We are saved. And we are given that path, that path that he invites us to follow in order to continue to grow in holiness, in order to experience eternal life and salvation. But do we believe it? Do we recognize what Jesus Christ has done for us. Because if we have, my friends, if we believe in his saving power, then that's why this season of Lent should then invite us to do what the church asks of us so that we can grow in holiness and grow in love with our Lord and our God. And what we also recognize is that it is not easy. It's not easy being holy. It's not easy being Catholic. It's not easy being Christian in our world today. But we're still called to it, to separate ourselves from the world and be close to God. Our gospel reminds us of just how hard it is. Because here is Jesus Christ, God himself going to the desert and being tempted by the devil, by being tempted by Satan, being given all these opportunities to turn away from God and give in to the world, the possession, the pleasures, the power, whatever it is. Jesus Christ is tempted. And we too experience the same. We know it's hard. We know it's not easy. I'm sure some of us gave up candy for Lent. Then all of a sudden we saw that piece of chocolate and we ate it right away. How many of us gave up cookies and then we see all those boxes of Girl Scout cookies, those Tagalogs, those Thin Mints, and we're just scarfing them down. Or we gave up TV. Or we said we're going to minimize our time on our cell phones. And all of a sudden we're tempted and we find ourselves spending way too much time. Those are our weaknesses, my friends. Those are our faults sometimes. And those are the ways that the devil himself tries to enter, enter into our lives and saying, I'm going to give you something better than God. I'm going to provide something that will satisfy you forever. But those are all false promises. Those are all things that aren't true. They are lies. Because ultimately God alone is the one who satisfies us. Only God alone nourishes us. Only God alone 
gives us that eternal life. And that's why during the season of Lent, we are called to do three things. To fast, to pray, and give alms. Because if we are able to do these things even a little bit, each and every single day, it changes our hearts. It changes our lives. It helps us grow in holiness. Think about it for a moment. Why do we fast? We fast from things because God wants us to put Him first. When we fast from red meat or fried food, from soda from during Lent, it's not so that we can lose weight. We fast because when we give up these things, it reminds us that something is more important and that's of God. When we fast from those things like gossiping, or when we fast from spending hours and hours online, it allows us to then spend time with God who is important in our lives, knowing that He is the one who continues to strengthen us. We fast because it reminds us that the things of this world, yes, may sometimes give us moments of satisfaction, pleasure, or joy, but ultimately it's God who gives us something that sustains us for all eternity. We pray because when we enter into prayer, it allows us to hear that voice of God allows us to speak, yes, to offer up our prayers, our offerings, our concerns, but most especially allows us to hear his voice, to allow God to say to us, keep trying, have courage, do not fear. I am with you. I give you eternal life. I forgive you. I love you. That is the voice of God that comes to us in prayer when we spend those moments, not just here on Sunday, but every day, whether it's 5, 10, 15, whatever it is, those minutes, we hear His voice. And then we are called to give alms, to do acts of charity, compassion, and goodness. Because when we are able to do that, my friends, it helps our hearts to be changed because when we do an act of kindness, it allows us to be kinder. When we show compassion, it allows our thoughts to be filled with compassion. And in many ways, it allows us to have the same attitude and the same thought of God himself. Where we do things not for ourselves, but for God and for others. And that's why these Lenten observances of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving during the season of Lent are so important because it allows us to once again grow in holiness. Not just during these 40 days, but throughout our entire journey of life. And that's why the sacrifice of the Mass is so important. And that's why we always gather as a church because what we're reminded when we come to church as Catholics is that God loves us so much that he does not leave us alone. That God gave us Mother Church so that we can come and worship together. And through Mother Church, he's given us the sacraments, the sacrament of confession, where we hear God's forgiveness and his mercy. If you haven't been to confession 
in the last year, my friends, what's holding you back? If you want to grow holy, if you want to be close to God, we have to confess our sins and receive his forgiveness. And we gather here for Mass because once again, God reveals the great gift of his Son. The bread and wine that represents us being offered onto the altar become the body and blood of Jesus Christ. Not a symbol. It doesn't represent him. It is Jesus Christ. And when we come forward to receive him, we are forgiven of our venial sin. We are united with Jesus Christ in a very profound in a beautiful way. And we are given the grace that we need to once again say yes, yes to God, yes to Jesus Christ, yes to that call to holiness. In a beautiful way, my friends, when we were born, people looked at us and wondered what we are going to become. My older nephew and niece are now close to their teens or in their teens. And all they do is spend time on their cell phones and don't like to talk to us. I hope that they get better. My little nephew, who's three, my niece, who's five, they're pretty wild. My brother's losing more and more hair. I'm glad they're his kids and not mine. But God willing, they too will grow from that and will grow in holiness. What about us? Today we have that opportunity to answer that call from our creation when God first held us in his hands and formed us and said, I'll never let you go. Don't let him go. Hold on to him. Say yes to Christ. Say yes to God's love. Grow in holiness.